Welcome. This is Lynn August with a podcast about PUFAs, polyunsaturated fatty acids. Specifically, it is about the toxicity of PUFAs that are extracted from food. Once extracted, PUFAs are then consumed in oils, as salad dressings, as supplements, as EPA, as ingredients in many processed, prepackaged food, potato and corn chips, pizza, bread, and more. Linoleic acid, the most prevalent omega-6 PUFA, is extracted from plants yielding sunflower, safflower, soy, sesame, and corn oil. The primary omega-3 PUFAs, EPA and DHA, are extracted from fish oils. There are two double bonds between carbons in omega-6 PUFAs, five double bonds in EPA, and six in DHA. The double bonds make omega-6 and omega-3 PUFAs highly active. They are essential players in the structure and function of all membranes in the body, from those of mitochondria and cells to those of blood vessels and skin. They also play crucial roles in immunity and in the body's lipid defense. The very double bonds that make PUFAs such invaluable players in the body's structure and defense turn extracted PUFAs into toxins. Once extracted, PUFAs are oxidized, generating free radicals that damage proteins, DNA, membranes, and lipids. Oxidation products of linoleic acid are found in LDL cholesterol and in plaque. Early last century, linoleic acid was 1 to 2% of our calories. Now, on average, it is 6 to 10% of our calories, sometimes as high as 20%. Excess linoleic acid consumption is a major cause of all chronic disease, from inflammation, osteoporosis, fluid retention, and decreased testosterone, to cardiovascular disease, diabetes, dementia, and cancer. The coronary heart disease epidemic took off in the 1930s and 40s. The epidemic took off at the same time the dietary ratio of linoleic acid to saturated fats increased dramatically. The increase in heart deaths from the early 20th century until the 1960s parallels the increase in the prevalence of coronary atherosclerosis as documented by autopsy studies. This increase is attributed to dietary changes that led to an increase in serum cholesterol levels. Ironically, an increase in cholesterol is the body's defense against the inflammation caused by PUFAs. 
It is also ironic that poofers were introduced and promulgated by two industries, neither with concern for health nor nutrition. Cotton provided the poofers to make candles. With the advent of electricity, another use for all the cottonseed oil was found in poofers. Later, due to fuel shortages during World War II, vast amounts of soybeans were planted. Soy oil can be converted to fuel for diesel engines. After the war, another use for all the soybean oil was found in poofers. Per capita consumption of soybean oil which contains approximately 55% linoleic acid, increased 1,000-fold from 1909 to 1999. The double bonds of omega-3 EPA are much less stable than those of linoleic acid. EPA oxidizes before reaching the bloodstream. The brain is very sensitive to oxidation by EPA and its toxins. Age pigment, those brown spots on skin, is lipids damaged by PUFA oxidation. This pigment occurs in the brain. Linoleic acid is the precursor of two highly inflammatory fatty acids, prostaglandin E2 and leukotrienes. Since omega-3 EPA can block this conversion of linoleic acid to these inflammatory fatty acids, EPA's anti-inflammatory effects have been emphasized. And yes, used acutely, they work. However, since the block is temporary, continuous ingestion of EPA is required for diets high in linoleic acid. Nevertheless, beware, no amount of antioxidants can negate their deleterious effects. How did we get here? Foods riddled with poofas that cause obesity, heart disease, and much more? Organic food is not exempt. A researcher named Ansel Keys a physiologist in the 1950s, hypothesized replacing dietary cholesterol and saturated fat with polyunsaturated fat reduces cardiovascular disease. This hypothesis was a perfect prize for the vegetable oil industry and is unfortunately still alive today. Then the notorious Framingham study begun in 1948, of 6,000 residents of that town in Massachusetts confirmed the lipid hypothesis as it came to be known. The false conclusions informed generations of physicians, launched the statin industry, and still misleads professionals and lay people alike. High cholesterol indicates inflammation. Cholesterol is the best anti-inflammatory, and we make it. Cholesterol binds and renders impotent inflammatory fatty acids. 
Yes, you pay a price. You lose the balance of fatty acids and anti-fatty acids, primarily cholesterol, sorry, to maintain health. However, taking statins to decrease cholesterol is analogous to pulling the fuse to turn off the oil light if it lights up on your dash, instead of investigating the cause and fixing it. Mary Ennig, Ph.D., and Sally Fallon, authors of the well-known book Nourishing Traditions, disclosed an admission from the director of the Framingham study 40 years later. I quote, In Framingham, Mass., the more saturated fat one ate, the more cholesterol one ate, the more calories one ate, the lower the person's serum cholesterol. We found that the people who ate the most cholesterol, ate the most saturated fat, ate the most calories, weighed the least, and were most physically active. Thank you for joining us. Please let us know topics you would like to hear in our podcasts. Meanwhile, spring is around the corner. Enjoy. Enjoy.